Hello there, wrestling fans. Once again, round two to the episode 84 of the Dudes at Ringside, the internationally known Dudes at Ringside podcast. I'm your host, Joe the Panther Third, And now introducing to the mic from top of Metal Mountain all the way down to all 50 states and throughout the country. Careful, it's a little hot up there on the Metal Mountain. It's the happy heel himself, the metal geek. What's Thank going you. on, Ringside Crew? What's going on, internationally? No, what's going on, everybody? What's going on, Joe? What's going on, Metal Mountain? What's going on? It's a little hot up there, isn't it? Like like hundred degrees out, and you guys are walking around on Metal Mountain. We're used to it. <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's like you're in Arizona. Yeah. You sit on yeah. a bench, you start melting into the bench. God damn it! Yeah. Well, um, this is our guest. Final guest of the night. Hey, Michael Hito. What's up, brother? Geek, say hi. What's up, Jesse? <laughs> no, Michael. <laughs> also, Michael, what's up? <laughs> welcome, 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 Mike. Hey, hey. And now, let's have our final guest tonight from the Boston area. Let's give a warm dudes at ringside. Welcome to the suplex. Sweetheart. Sweetheart, Oksana. Aizana. It's Aizana. Aizana, actually. Don't worry. It's much better than some people have given me. So I try my best. You got confused, Joe, between Aizana and Exana. One day I'm going to go to an event in Boston, and if I mess up someone's name, they're going to go after me. They're going to be like, Can you sign this paper? What's this for? You'll see. At mid show, (laughs) all of a sudden they just pull me over the freaking barricade and I'm just like a turtle on his back. What happened? Oh, you, no. you screwed up my name on dudes at ringside. What happened? That's what happened. <laughs> oh boy. But but it'd be funny because I'm we're friends with like little mean Kathleen and Becca and like <laughs> like um oh my gosh who else? Oh my gosh she, she would help me too if I just forgot her name. Like Sarah, we're all jumped, come out of the out of the back room to stop you from a, if you went after me. <laughs> um, like, not America's sweetheart would be like, no, 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 not Joe. But I think okay. Kathleen will be like, get at me, Adam. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, Kathleen would definitely. She would jump on that. <laughs> She'd be like, no, she would. She would have reasons why she would jump and attack me because. <laughs> I, I we message her like, can you help me get this person? She's like, I'm not your booker, as she's beating me up. I'm not your booker. Chad <laughs> would jump on you too, right? Don't forget Chad. You got throw and, Chad's name in there too. And Chad Epic will be like this, ladies, go get him. Back up. I got this. And he just he comes out, goes in the back, <laughs> back out with the garbage, like the shopping cart with all the weapons. Yup. <laughs> It comes out with like a shopping cart. I actually asked him about what he thought about the uh, the young bucks and that thumbtack, the thumbtack shoe. Oh yeah, like, yeah. And he's like, he's like, is that something you would do, Chad? He's like, you better believe that's something I would do. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> I could see well, uh... him. I could see him mid-show, Exana, doing like this, going, "Exana, hmm. Exana." Can you see him doing that? Already like. And sitting there game real. planning in his chair, his cool chair he has in his basement like this. <laughs> Why have a shoe that I don't wear every day? 
Hmm. Uh, you would you would probably find a way of making it a way of making it wearable, and it would probably be pink leopard skin or something. Oh yeah, he has, he has the most ridiculous outfits. <laughs> like you know the the allig- pink alligator shoes with the pink suit and the the pink pimp cane and all that. <laughs> that's that's Chad Epic in a nutshell, right there. So you think it's like maybe he comes out with uh like somebody has a jacket on and it's like. Nobody that nobody wants or anything. It's like I don't want this anymore. And Chad's like, I think I can make that jacket work. Oh yeah, yes, that's Chad. That's one hundred and fifty percent Chad. Yeah. So if our fans aren't familiar with you, introduce yourself. Um. So I am the Suplex Sweetheart Isana. Uh, I am hailing from Kent County, Rhode Island. Um. I wrestle. All across New England, uh, I've been as far south as Jersey, as far north as Maine. Um, done New York. Uh, I, I wrestle mainly in Massachusetts and Rhode Island. Um, primarily, uh, like RWA is my home company, Renegade Wrestling Alliance. Uh, I also wrestle for uh, NCW, uh, Northeast Championship Wrestling. Uh, Lucky Pro is another constant in my life. Um, but also, I've done uh, NECW. Um, I've wrestled for uh, Warriors of Wrestling down in New York, Wrestlers Lab. Uh, in New Jersey, well, they're all over the place, but the, the most recent show is in New Jersey. Um, but uh, I just, I'm hungry for it, so. Have you ever done VPW? Or, uh... Uh, I haven't done VPW yet, no. They're a hidden gem out along the way. They're really good. Yeah, yeah really. I've heard of them. I've heard of them, but I haven't, I haven't made it out. I mostly work the city areas. I haven't made it out to much of the rest of New York. Um, I did have an invite for actually this upcoming weekend and I had to turn it down, unfortunately, because I had family obligations, but, uh, for N- um, NYCW, um, or NYWC, I can't remember There's there's two of them. I can never remember which one's which, uh, I think it was NYCW, whichever one is, is run by, uh, what's his name? Um, oh, I can't believe I'm forgetting his name because of P. Uh, Patches, Patches, Johnny Patches. Yes. Um, there's one that's like just above the city. This is, uh, and I honestly, I don't even remember what it stands for, but there's, there's NYWC and there's NYCW and I can never remember which way it goes. Oh man. So it's like, that's like a tongue yeah. twister right there. It's it like, is. It is. And I've had people, I, I have friends that have worked for both. So I've been like, yeah. And they're like, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I hate, hate to rip on it, but if somebody had dyslexia, that would really screw them up right there. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. They'll be like, wait, what? Right? I'm spelling I mean, just, just wrestling in general, like, there's so many acronyms in it. Like, that's going to be so difficult and for I anyone. I rip on anybody. I mean, I respect everybody. So Yeah, I, yeah. I, but I, it's I still, it's a, it would be a challenge. <laughs> because yeah. how do you have two names? One name, which is backwards. I mean, that would really be a tongue twister right there. So absolutely. So imagine that, like, you think you're going to the right show, and they're like, "This is but not- yeah, yeah." But you're still at a wrestling show, so you did make it to the right event. You know? <laughs> yeah, you still win. You still spend <laughs> money to give. You still still you're you're doing what me and Geek love doing to death, and we we pump our chests chest out about it. Where you're just supporting the indies and you're yeah. helping the indies. That's what we've, our, that's our war, war cry here on Dudes at Ringside. 
support the indies. Yeah, so absolutely. Little brother, so little important. So if there's a big wrestling, if there's a big wrestling show, I would choose to go to the local show rather than go to the big wrestling show. Yep. Like if someone, if some of our wrestling fans say, "Hey, guys, you're gonna come, or are you gonna go to NXT?" I'm choosing you guys over them. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean honestly, because they don't need yes. they don't need our support. You guys yeah. need it more than we do. Absolutely. Honestly, like when I first got into wrestling, um, it wasn't because of WWE or Impact or any of that. Uh, it was local independent wrestling. Like I, f- I still remember. I, I love telling the story. The first time I saw wrestling on TV, it was this boy that I had a wicked crush on in fifth grade. Um, and he was a huge, huge fan of Stone Cold Steve Austin. So I was like, all right, I'm going to check this out. So maybe we can have something to talk about. I turn it on. And the first thing I see is Rikishi doing the stink face. And oh, I immediately gosh. turned it off and went, well, that's enough of that. And I didn't watch wrestling again for years. Um, and then I went to a local show that my friend was wrestling at. And I was instantly hooked, like instantly hooked. Um, I think I uh, like I went to that first show and then I just went to every single RWA show that has ever happened since pretty much. Um because I was just like, this is fantastic. Cause on the TV, it's like these unattainable stars that aren't, aren't human almost. I mean, obviously they're human, but you know, they're, they're so untouchable and distant from you that like, I don't feel that connection with them as much. I mean, obviously now, you know, I watch the product to an extent cause I kind of have to, um, but it's it, the independence. You're seeing people that you can like interact with and that are real people. And you're like, you, you have a day job and now you're going out there and doing superhuman feats. Like that's, yeah. that's so cool. That that's what blows my mind about independent wrestling is these are real people that, you know, you can reach out and touch them. I mean, don't do it while they're wrestling, but, <laughs> um, but you can literally like, you can, you can give them a hug and, you know, and buy some merch and they're, they're just real regular humans doing superhuman things. And it's, that's what inspired me. And, and the other thing about independent wrestling I like is that the, like, they're not, they're like very local. So the chances are them remembering you, they'll be like, yeah, I remember you from the last show. Yup. Yup. Yeah, I remember because like, thank you for the support if, and follower. Yeah. If you're in WWE, for example, or AEW, for example, they'll be like, yeah, I remember you, but you really don't. Yeah. You know no, there's I mean? so many faces that they see. But, yeah, because they're going through – they have, like, probably, like, a million people on their Twitter or Instagram, oh, yeah. or whatever, Instagram whatever. But the local people, they know who you are because you go to the shows all the time. So Exactly. No, you're interacting and you're seeing familiar faces. Like there'll be people that'll be, you know, at one show one weekend, and then I'm at another show the next weekend, and I see the same guy, and I'm like, "Hey, what's up? You know, how's how was your week? Yeah, <laughs> it's been so long since I've seen you. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. So I'm I'm going to the BPW on Saturday. So that, that's uh, I mean I know I, I talked to all the guys there, so they're all cool. Nice. Yeah, it's gonna be really fun. Mm-hmm. They're actually having a match. I don't know if you ever heard of the wrestler uh, Karen Bam Bam. She wrestles oh, in yeah. the, the Massachusetts area too. So yep, I've I have had one match against Karen. I was a tag team match. It was uh, myself and Avia Chantel versus uh, her and Notorious Mimi. 
Um, and I get squished. Yeah. I get squished. <laughs> Karen's no joke. Bam, bam, um, bam, bam. Bam, yeah, bam, indeed. She squished me quite well. Um, but it was it was a fun match. I enjoyed it. Um, overall, I really liked. I it was for a test of strength out in Connecticut, and um, I've I want to go back there because I had a lot of fun there. The locker room was really great. Everyone was really awesome. So, yeah. I was actually talking with the uh, girl who actually faced her. I said, I said, it's like, yeah, that was a tough loss. And then she goes up to me and say, she hits really, really hard. She does. <laughs> she really does. Like, you know, everyone says it's fake. Nope. Nope. <laughs> it's like, you take a chop from her, or a, a suplex from her, or anything. Maybe you could tell yeah. me if it's fake or not. So. No, I uh, I think I might have peed myself a little when she squished me. So that gives me an idea. <laughs> so, um, what is like your legitimate fighting style? You would say. Um, I'm basically a ground worker. I'm definitely not a high flyer. Um, I cannot jump. I admit it. I can't jump. <laughs> um, or at least not very well. Um, but it's it's mostly power striking. Um, power and striking. Um, and, uh, like, you know, a lot of power moves, obviously suplexes. I'm the suplex sweetheart. Um, most of my strength is derived from my behind. So, um, a lot of suplex style moves or like power bombs, anything that requires strength. That's really my, my forte. Um, I don't get to bust it out a lot, but mat wrestling is also something that I'm pretty darn good at. Um, but a lot of women are, uh, I will admit, are a little afraid of mat wrestling. Um, I don't know if it's just something that they're not comfortable with or they're not trained well enough in. Um, so I don't get to bust it out all that often. Um, usually if I do, it's when I'm wrestling guys um, and I'll, I'll pull out my bag of tricks and I'll, I'll put them in various cradles and pins and stuff like that but it's fun to just flow and just just get into that zone of just don't get pinned don't get pinned um so those are those are pretty much my styles is power and power and agility how do you get the, how do you get the name suplex sweetheart um so that is actually i have to give the the credit there to i don't know if you know king leon the sixth um he uh he's another he's a rhode island well actually a massachusetts based wrestler um, but he wrestles a lot in Rhode Island as well, but we were, uh, we were, I had made it as a hashtag on Instagram one day. It was a picture of me suplexing someone and I just did the hashtag suplex sweetheart. And he was like, that's, that's what I see you as you're the suplex sweetheart. And I was like, I was kind of searching for a moniker at the time. I didn't really have anything. So I was like, well, so the next time I, I got announced, I was like, call me the suplex sweetheart. And it stuck, and I just ran with it, and um, I started diversifying my suplex my suplex repertoire. And uh, you know, I mean, it's it's a little tough now because the place that I was training at closed down, so I can't really diversify my suplex repertoire as much anymore. <laughs> um, but if I if I manage to get someone in something that I'm familiar with, it's it's you're gonna fly. Mm. <clears throat> That's good. So it's funny how people get their names sometimes. Like, get them, like, if you do, like, I don't know if you, back in the day, there was that guy, uh, Draws, and then they he did something, and then Vince made him change his name to Puke. 
Did you ever hear that story about that? No, I never heard that story. Oh, my God. That's tough. He draws, and he was all punk rock. And then Vince is like, oh, is he, like, I got to, I feel a little uh, sick, Vince. And he's like, go ahead, do it. You're going to puke. He's got to puke. He's got to puke. And he's like, that's it. You'll you'll be called puke. Oh, my God. What? Oh, no. He's like, oh, you're puke now. You're puke. I mean, I've always wanted like a, a spiffy nickname, like Toast or something with some intricate backstory. Um, but so far, the Suplex Sweetheart's all I got. So that's a cool name. Like, is a cool name. It isn't bad. It isn't bad. It's certainly descriptive. <laughs> I'd rather have that than puke. Yeah. <laughs> what was your or first the, match? A little creeper. I'd rather have that than something creepy. You know, something something that people go <laughs> like. Yeah. Like, yeah. well, I couldn't hear you, Metal Geek. What was that? No, nah, I said, what was your first match in front of a crowd? Uh, my first match in front of a crowd was uh, it was at RWA. Um, it was actually against the owner of RWA, um, uh, T Phoenix, who is uh, he's basically the size of a small Mack truck. Um, he's like six two and probably 280 and that that might be say, putting it nicely so he's he's solid um and uh i won the match i won the match barely but i won the match um it was it was a really fun match there was uh some very entertaining things in it uh, it was the debut of my eiffel tower spot um if you ever see me in a position where i'm bent over and there is one person on either side of me Know that I probably called that spot. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was uh, that was in March of 2016. March 18th, 2016 was my first match. So it's been a little over five years now of, of grinding. Cool. Yeah. So out of all your matches you've had in your career so far, which one's like, which, which was your favorite one that you was like... That was my match. I, I'll never forget. Oh, that's tough because I've had a couple really good ones. Um, the first one that's jumping to my mind is wrestling Tara Calloway uh, for uh, what was at the time Providence Wrestle Party. Um, or actually, I wasn't. No, it wasn't Wrestle Party yet. Uh, it was uh, Live Prov Wrestling, and now it's Wrestle Party uh, out of Providence, Rhode Island. And. Um, so we had the, you know, she obviously she does the dinosaur thing. Uh, so for the opening, I froze and she couldn't find me. <laughs> dinosaurs can't see, you know, see movement. So I just froze and she was wandering all around the ring trying to find me. Um, and uh, the entire match I was working towards just getting a suplexing because I knew that was the only way I was going to be able to defeat her was if I suplexed her. And when I finally got that suplex in, the crowd just lost it. Um, and uh, it was it was such a surreal feeling to have the crowd just lose their mind like that. And uh, then as I was getting out, I just remember I hushed the crowd. I crushed the crowd very gently. And then I was like, she's a clever girl. And they lost their minds again. <laughs> <laughs> Had to throw in the Jurassic Park. Um, there was also one that I did there where uh, my alter ego, uh, I also have been known to wrestle as the Black Cat. 
Um, it's a wrestle party exclusive. It's a masked gimmick. And um, I'll wrestle there. And I had one match where it was my first match wrestling as the cat. I was wrestling the riot, Kellen Thomas. And uh, to cut me off and start beating me up, he pulls out a box and just puts it in the middle of the ring. And of course I'm a cat and I do what you see cats do in viral videos. That's, that's the entire concept behind it. So I, I go up to the box. I sniff the box. I look at the box. I look at the crowd. I put one foot in the box. I look at the crowd. I put the other foot in the box. I look at the crowd again. And then I go to sit in the box. The box goes flying. Kellen comes in and kicks the head off. And the entire <laughs> crowd lost their minds. It was it was absolutely surreal. Like You can't get that reaction in mainstream wrestling at all. No, no, no. I mean, the closest you probably could get would be like, the D Bry or the Adam Cole at AEW, like it was, it was like that, but for a box, for a cardboard <laughs> box. <laughs> oh jeez, yeah. Gosh, Where, where's um, where's one place you would like like to visit that you haven't hit, uh, visit yet? Uh, in terms of wrestling, yeah, uh, like location or company, uh, company uh, location. Company, yeah. I mean, I would. I want to travel. I really do. Um, I really want to get down to the Georgia area. I have a bunch of friends that wrestle in the Georgia area. Um, and also I know that there's a zoo down there where you can pet otters. So I kind of want to kill two birds with one stone and go down to Georgia, go visit my friends, have an awesome wrestling match, and then go pet some otters. That's awesome. <laughs> so, um, so that would be really, really fun. Uh, I'd love to do Georgia. Uh, I want to wrestle. I want to wrestle. Actually, Ironically, I've wrestled in all the New England states except North uh, New Hampshire. Um, so I really want to get a match in in New Hampshire somehow, but that's really hard because they still have an athletic commission, uh, like an actual athletic commission that actually cares about their athletes um, and not in the good way, um, more in the give us money kind of way. Um, so it's there's not a lot of companies that run in New Hampshire, so it's it's pretty tough to get up that way. Um, but that's that I need to check that off my bucket list before I retire is to wrestle in New Hampshire and say I've wrestled in all the New England states. Yeah, me and Joe were oh. traveling for the, the podcast. So like when stuff when stuff starts opening up, you know. We, I mean stuff's I, already I, open. Oh sorry. Hey, go ahead, Joe. I'm from Pennsylvania, the Pike County side of it, and geeks from Long Island. Mm. Yeah. So I'm so. trying to get him maybe next summer if everything's back open a little more. I would say he'd come up, up to us. If you were doing a show, um like um what like did you ever do a show? Um what's that one that's over in um Massachusetts? The one that uh what's the one that uh oh, I know the, the Beyond or uh Beyond. Limitless? Beyond Limitless? Limitless or Beyond. We'll be down. Uh, Beyond's in Massachusetts. Limitless is up in Maine. So um, I have done, I did a taping for Limitless, um, but that's all I've done with them. I used to be the bell girl for Beyond, um, but uh, that didn't end so well. So um, yeah, there was, there was an incident where uh, long story short, the, um, the way originally we used to have the bell set up right on the ring in, in one of the corners and then there was the infamous uh, Kimberly Chris Dickinson incident where uh, he threw her into the turnbuckle and she hit her head on the, on the ring bell. Ooh. Um, 
And uh, so that went viral and it, it was a big to do. So we ended up moving the bell to the bar. So I'm sitting there by myself pretty much the whole time, not really able to see the referees because, you know, they have the crowd around the ring. Um, so at the time that I was supposed to ring the bell because the referee called the match, one, I couldn't see him. And two, I was distracted because I was saying goodbye to the only person that had hung out and talked to me the whole day. <laughs> so I got in trouble for that one, which, I mean, admittedly, I didn't ring the bell. I kind of ruined the moment. Um, but it was just like a series of unfortunate events. Did that, you get uh, really, really fucked up Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just basked in it. Um, uh, I, it was, it was tough, but, uh, I mean, uh, I mean, it's not that bad if you got, if you got the Botchamania moment and you're, <laughs> and you're featured on Botchamania there. So like, yeah, yeah, it, it, could be it like, felt like it. I wanted to dig a hole to China at that point. I was, I was done. I was like, yep, I'm going to go hide my face and never come back out again. Like, yep. That was, if that, if I got the Botchamania moment, I was like, yep, that was me. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, actually, uh, technically, I am in a Botchamania, sort of. I'm in the background. I was doing ringside photography for a Beyond Secret taping, because um, that's actually how I started. I started off as a ringside photographer, and then I eventually became a wrestler. Um, but there was a scene with, I think it was Chris Dickinson and Eric Corvus, uh, and they ended up on Botchamania, and you can see me, like, diving out of the way as they go crashing through the chairs. You should, you should you have a clip of that because you can send it to us. I unfortunately do not. I don't even know which number it was. I just remember seeing it and going, hey, I know that face. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. Well, you made your Bachamania debut. There you go. I right? did. I and, did. And you weren't even part of it. So. <laughs> yeah, I didn't botch. So you know, you're just not in that the time anyway. You're just in the background. That's it. So you're like, up, I'm famous. There we go. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I mean, it's, uh, that's hardly the most famous I've gotten. Did I ever tell you guys about Pornhub? <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, um, it's We're it's not what you think. It's not what you think. Uh, I did a uh, I did an intergender match with the Middlesex Express, uh, who are two guys, and uh, we had this thing where my my partner was out, and so they they start surrounding me. Like at this point, I had, uh, this was actually my debut for this particular company. So I hadn't wrestled yet. So they start surrounding me in the ring. I'm checking on my partner. And um, I just hit them with a double low blow. And then I shit canned one of them and I suplexed the other one. And someone recorded a clip of that. And it was called Isana Low Blows. So one day I'm doing a vanity search on Google. I'm just like I'm typing Isana Wrestler and see what comes up. And a link to Pornhub comes up because oh, someone had taken it off YouTube and put it on Pornhub. <laughs> so I immediately messaged the guys in Middlesex Express going, oh, my God, guys, we're on Pornhub. This is amazing. Oh, God. Oh, God. Um, so I managed to get on Pornhub fully clothed, actually with more clothes than I usually wear. So how many views do you have now? You ever research go um, back? It got up to 1,400 views or something like 1.4K, I think it was, before um, before it got unlisted because it wasn't a verified account. Um, so not too shabby, honestly. You know, plenty of people enjoyed watching me uh, knock two guys in the nuts. <laughs> if you like that kind of stuff. Yeah, apparently it's popular. At least 1.4k people liked it. So <laughs> <laughs> put that on your your bucket list. Your like your checkoff list. 
Made it on Pornhub. Made it on Pornhub. It's it's wild where wrestling takes you. <laughs> well, with this with this podcast of me and Geek, we never imagined in our wildest dreams that we would be meeting wrestlers from halfway across the country and halfway around the world. Yeah. As I told you in the chat and also said before, tomorrow starts British Wrestler Week. Mm. We're starting it off with Annabelle from England. She's a British wrestler, young young British wrestler. And um, we end the week following Friday with a British wrestler named Shorty. And she she probably fell asleep. Probably fell asleep like as soon as our podcast is over, probably fell right to sleep. She's she's something else. She's a nice girl. And Monday we're having Riley Measures. He's another British wrestler. Fantastic. No, I love British wrestling. That's actually someplace that I would love to go to is is to go wrestle in England. Yeah. Um that's that's definitely on my bucket list. I figure I can I can subsidize the the cost of the flight by getting some paydays out there. <laughs> There's definitely when you get a chance look up CPW in England. Um, that's a good promotion. They have a lot of nice female wrestlers from that promotion that are really cool, like Shorty. Um, we have Alfie, which is like more. She, yeah, I, I, geek. Am I saying this right? She's more like the hardcore chick of the promotion. Just yeah. a lot. Of, Beers. You would fit in well with uh, you with your clique right there with Chad and you and yes. Delilah. Oh yeah, so. she does a lot of concertos. She does a lot of spears. They have her do a lot of ladder spots. She gave, a, she gave a girl a concerto. Yeah, she sent us that clip, and I thought it would be some kind of her doing some kind of whatever move. She sent us three. She sent us her spearing somebody, which I was like, siren of the spear. <laughs> 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 Right there, Geek has the shirt. Yeah, first, we were talking. She sent us the clips, and then I said, do you want one of our stickers? So she said, sure, I'll send you a T-shirt. So I come back. This is before Geek was a mod. Or was it Geek Was Geek at the mod at this time? I don't remember. I, I'll think I, I send back the auto emoji sticker for a T-shirt. Like this, I was like, move my microphone. Sticker for a T-shirt? Like, I don't know. Emoji yeah. like and then I then afterwards... I thought I saw what she was doing, Mister Marketing, as I am with the podcast all the time. Before Geek became mod, she's a smart lady. We're sending her a sticker that's like a piece of tape that you stick on the wall with our name on it. She sent us a T-shirt all the way from London, England, for us to wear in America, so people could see her logo and her face, her name, over here. She knew us. She knew what she was doing. Yeah, that's smart. Bravo, girl. Bravo. (laughs) That's real smart. Get your name out there. That's what you got to do. And she's super sweet. She's super sweet to us. She sent these two dudes that she does not know from a hole in the wall a t-shirt. That hit me deep. Like, wow. Somebody really cares. (laughs) That's that's horrible. She sent, but it's funny. I have a fear of white t-shirts with wrestling stuff on it because I ruined a baseball jersey because of mustard. And oh, no. I, I got the mustard on the white home jersey. And then she, oh, sends, no. me, she sends me the white Alfie shirt, and I'm like, great. 
I'm going to ruin this in a month. I wore it. I got so scared. I said, I'm going to ruin her shirt. Didn't ruin it, but I'm scared. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that's that's an awesome shirt. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. That is sick. I got, I, got the same shirt green. I got the same shirt in green, though, in the background. I love yeah. it. Siren of the Spear, Miss Alfie. She's coming on our podcast on... Ow, ow, ow. On it's Tuesday. Monday. It's Tuesday now? I thought it was Monday. When, Monday or Wednesday, whenever. But, yeah. Eventually. <laughs> next, week, next week, Joe, right? Next, next week. week. We'll, we'll have to, like, oh, there's a wrestling person. Hey, people, Wolf uh, Wrestling, Pro Wrestling. And the way Pro and Wrestling. Pandemonium. Pandemonium Pro Wrestling. There you go. Right? Hey, Pandemonium Pro Wrestling. Welcome. Yeah, so I, I could see her. If, if Alfie came to America, Chad Epic could be like, British wrestler that likes to take bumps with weapons. What's her name? Oh yeah, <laughs> Alfie. Bring, bring her oh, down. I can already see it. I can already see it. <laughs> doing this, and she's tall and skinny. Yeah. <laughs> doing this. Bring her over. I'll make her steak. Does she eat steak? Do they do they, do they eat steak in England? hot sauce too he claims he has the best hot oh sauce. he oh him and his hot sauce oh my god him and that damn hot sauce <laughs> oh man so uh yeah um you guys you guys at earlier it said something about tell you tell us your bloody stories so oh, yeah. uh, i have yeah. one that involves chad epic actually uh he uh he runs the promotion rated r and he was running out of the building that I was in pretty much every weekend, the chop shop too, in, uh, in Pawtucket. And, uh, so he has this show and, uh, I was like an author. I was basically the Stephanie McMahon of this show. I was the authority, the evil authority figure. Um, and so I come out and I'm in like this nice suit with like le- black leggings, tall, knee high, tall boots, no shirt just the blazer and the bra. Like I looked, it looks good. Um, and so the, the culmination, the main event was, uh, this group of clowns versus this group of hardcore wrestlers. Um, and it's a hardcore match and there's, you know, light tubes and tacks and everything everywhere. And my job was to take one of the guys out eventually. Cause he kept messing with me. Um, so he, he's messing with me, he's messing with me. And then I hit my signature booby trap, which is a, uh, a double lung blower, but first you get to motorboat me. Um, so it's disorient and attack. <laughs> um, so I did this and the guy was of course in a hardcore match. So he's covered in blood. So one of my favorite pictures of my entire wrestling career is a picture of me in this blazer, which is now covered in blood and face paint. My chest, my face, everything is covered in blood. Not my blood, his blood. Oh, um, and I'm just laughing maniacally as I'm walking back after I gave him the booby trap. And I'm just laughing my ass off. And uh, it's one of my 8x10s now because it's just such a good picture. And I actually just sold one the other week. Um, I was Because the guy was like, what's your favorite? I was like, this one. He's like, ah, good choice. <laughs> so that's my Chad Epic story. Uh, one of many. Do you, um, do you have a favorite opponent you like to work with, or uh... favorite opponent? Yeah, um, that's pretty tough too, because there's a lot of people I really like working with. Um, 
lately, uh, I would say people like Delilah Hayden. I love working with Delilah. Uh, they say she hits hard, but uh, and she does. Um, but I kind of like it. It's it's love taps. Um, I work with a lot of guys too. Um, Shay Coot, uh, Shay, uh, Shady Shay is uh, a guy that I've worked with a lot. I actually, I won my championship. I'm the hype champion at RWA. Uh, I won my hype championship off of him, and I very much enjoy beating him up. He's he's not a small guy, um, and uh, so I have to get real creative in ways of suplexing him uh, because you know he's just huge. Um, but I've, and we've almost killed each other a couple times, but we have a lot of fun when we do beat each other up and, uh, it's, it's just a good time. Like it's, it's brutal. It's hard hitting. I can't get out of bed the next morning, but it's worth it. Did, did you have the chance to watch the AEW pay-per-view? I did. I did. Uh, I didn't end up, I fell asleep for the main event. Um, past my bedtime. <laughs> Joe, missed, Joe missed the last 10 minutes of the show. And I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, no, I woke up the next morning and I went on Twitter because I knew, like, I knew what I was like, did they actually come in? I just opened up Twitter. I was like, aha, yes, they did. Yeah, um, yeah Joe it was, was like, as soon as Kenny hit that one wing angel on Christian, like, I'm going to bed. Good night. And, I was like, <laughs> and then I was watching the rest of it. And then Kenny, like, Kenny started beating everybody up. Then Cole came out. Brian came out. I'm like, Joe's missing the best part, man. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. No, I was I was bummed that I missed that part. But it was yeah, – like, I got to see the clip anyway. So it was, it was just like seeing it live, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would have to say my favorite part of that was uh, the tag match, the, the Bucks versus the Lucha Bros. That's his favorite. That's his that, favorite. Was, that was such a good match. Oh, my God. It was incredible. Oh. Nonstop oh. action. That match had everything. Oh, my God. Like, so, so good. So well done. So intricate. Um. The thumbtack shoes that we mentioned earlier. Yeah, the thumbtack shoes. Um, and I mean, that was that was really inspired because that was kind of a callback too because they did that to Candice LeRae at uh, at PWG. And forgot, so as soon as he pulled it out, I was like, oh. I forgot completely about that. That was the infamous match where Candice LeRae had her whole face covered in blood. Yeah, the crimson right? mask. Yup, yup. Um, that, She's one that. tough bitch. She's a really <laughs> tough bitch. Yeah, I'd love to meet her someday. Yeah, that and uh, but the markout moment for me would probably have to be Minoru Suzuki coming out. Yo, yeah, yeah, that was huge. You're just seeing Joe's face. You're just seeing Joe's face. You're like, wait, what's going on? What's going on? He's not new, a big New Japan fan. As uh, I I and and can- then. He's I'm like, who's like, this guy coming out? I'm like, oh my god, dude! Yeah. Right? I, I bugged for that. <laughs> I can't see myself staying up to like two o'clock. I like New Japan's cool. I, I I can watch New Japan anytime I want. I'll do it. But staying up till two o'clock in the morning to watch a wrestling show, I watch him live. <laughs> yeah, no, I watch him. I watch him the next day. Um, I can't. I can't stay up that late to watch the shows. Four or five o'clock in the morning. Forget that. I hate uh, yeah, I mean, I get it. I get it. You just gotta stay off social media. Like, watch it when you wake up in the morning. It's fine. Yeah. It's yeah. fine. Drink a nice cup of coffee. Eat a nice egg sandwich. 
running egg sandwich and, and watch your wrestling. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's the best part of waking up. It's a balanced breakfast. Uh, it must be like you're doing that coffee thing. The best part of waking up is watching wrestlers with the face bloody. Yay! <laughs> watching Lucha Brothers bleed. <laughs> oh my God, boy, did they ever. There's really no blood in uh, New Japan, really. It's more about the rustling. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes, sometimes there's blood, but majority of the time it's mostly about the wrestling yeah it's it's hard hitting and it's intense yeah but it's really really good i enjoy i enjoy japanese wrestling a lot um i started i went on a kick where i watched a lot of joshi like old joshi like aja kong uh bull nakano was one of my idols bull nakano uh miami toyota and just those are some really tough bitches <laughs> Like the, um, the, the Joshi, like, it's just so intense. Like, I don't know how they can do half of what they do. Like, I could not do that. I fully admit there's a lot of stuff that they do that I was like, yeah, no, I could not. I, nope, mm -mm, not for me, not for me. Um, but I, I wicked respect everything that they do. And I've, I've been trying to incorporate more Joshi stuff into what I do. Mm -hmm. Um, because, you know, there's nothing cooler than just yoking someone up and chucking them across the ring and watching them go, wee. <laughs> yeah, the, the, I would try to get, uh, what you called, uh, Maki Ito on the show. I was telling Joe, but Joe's like, how would we talk to her? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you get a point there. You need a translator. Yeah, she goes, she knows, what, two words, like, two words, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> That's That'd it. be the best interview ever. Is is this female wrestler cool, motherfucker, motherfucker? That would be the whole interview, motherfucker. We do a matter of the camera. <laughs> like, Fantastic, geek. I think we got kicked off Twitch. <laughs> Whoops. Whoops. I I told Delilah you were we're live right now. Oh yes. I hope she pops in in the chat. Be kids, be nice. so I love me some Delilah. Hope she was Chad hilarious. Pops, she hope, she hope was so pops in the chat too. That would be cool. Yeah. He's popped in our chat before. So, <laughs> as I said, the last show we just had with the German wrestler, I told Shorty, and Shorty came in. Shorty yeah. popped on the, in the chat. Maybe maybe she's not passed out sleeping like she like I thought she is. Maybe she's awake. Ah, uh, we can try. Let's see if let's see if Shorty's still. Sorry, didn't mean to do this in the middle of an interview. So sorry. It's fine. It's fine. Do you have a, a like a, live a, again? What are you guys doing? So, what's your opinion on, on intergender wrestling? I love intergender wrestling. It is my favorite art form. Um, I get, I understand the controversy. Um, a lot of people don't like it. Um, some, I, I don't get when people say it's not believable because quite frankly, like there are like some of the guys I've wrestled, I could fuck them up. <laughs> like for real, for real, for real. Um, I like, you know, like I can literally pick them up and throw them. Um, but you know, uh, I definitely see the, the domestic violence angle of it. Uh, I usually, it's, I usually try and tell my stories in a way that prevents that because I, I channel 
um and, you know it, it, it's gonna sound weird but I, like i channel that that inner rage of a woman that's gotten beaten by her husband like two or three times and she's had enough and now she's gonna get the frying pan and she's gonna kill him um <laughs> So that that's kind of the the energy that I try and channel is that, you know, like you've picked on me, you've picked on me, you've picked on me. Now you're going to get your comeuppance. Um, but they do have to be told very carefully. Um, they have to, you know, there's there can be like some of the, the gratuitous violence that you can get away with in, in same sex matches you can't get away with in an intergender match. You can't have violence for the sake of violence in an intergender match. Everything needs to have meaning. Everything needs to be done because, you know, to tell a story. Um, so you have to be really careful with that. But it tells such a good story. It's so interesting. Um, I love, be- I honestly, my best matches have been against men. Um, I just, feel more comfortable beating them up than like, I get nervous that I'm actually going to severely injure some of the women that I wrestle. Um, like, you know, like, like put them in the hospital or something. So I tend to be a little less comfortable wrestling them than I am with the guys, but the guys I'm like just wailing on them, just beating the crap out of them. And I'm like, yeah, he could take it. He's fine. <laughs> um, so it's uh, it's definitely an art form. It needs to be told. One story I've always wanted to tell is that of the heel female that finally gets the baby face guy to punch her in the face and get the crowd to actually react positively to it. I don't know if it's possible. A lot of people told me it's not. I think it is possible, but it's very it's going to be very carefully done. Um, so that's a story that I'd love to tell someday, but right now I'm too busy being being a sweetheart. So, who's intergender match? Pardon? Who's someone you like to wrestle in an intergender match? Oh God, everybody. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of anyone that's like really top of my list right now that I haven't wrestled already. Uh, wrestled Kellen. I've wrestled Mike Montero. Um, I honestly, I don't think I could pick one person. Have you ever wrestled Aaron Rourke or no? No, I haven't. I haven't actually even met Aaron Rourke yet. No, um, no I've I've heard of him. I've seen he's been on some shows that I've I've had my finger on the pulse of wrestling for, but um, I've not. I've yet to meet him actually. Uh, I'm trying to think of some of the, oh, I know who I want to wrestle. Trevor Aon from, from Georgia. Mm -hmm. We would have a hell of a match. He's the original Gothic gangster. Uh, and he is, uh, he's fantastic. He's incredible. And uh, he and I would have one hell of a match. Um, I would love, love, love to wrestle him. Um, but I mean, for the most part, like at least locally, I've pretty much wrestled the people that I want to wrestle at least once. I mean, I'm always down to do it again, but um, there's, there's only a handful of names that I haven't been able to wrestle and nothing pops up, really. BSK? BSK? Um, I actually don't know that one. He's uh, based out of the Okay. 
Yeah, he. I think he's he wrestles a little bit towards Maine too. So, okay, I'm. It does sound a little familiar, so I'd have to. Um, but I, I'm not very familiar with him. And another one's T.J. Crawford. T.J. I know pretty well. I've been on some shows with T.J. Um, I that would be an interesting clash of styles because he's very fast and flippy, um, and just very intense in general. Uh, and I'm slower and more methodical and more power based. But if, you know, it would be one of those stories we would tell where, you know, he's running, running circles around me and I just kind of snatch him up out of nowhere and throw him around the ring a little bit. That would be a really fun match, probably. There's another question that I think you should look up when you're done with us on the podcast. I always tell the guests to do this and it, it feels so bad. Um, his name is the Savage. Juggernaut Tomaku. He's from Texas. Ooh, that's an interesting name. Savage Juggernaut. Yeah, he is. He gets, he gets mad at us for, for putting him over, but whatever. You know? <laughs> he is a big wrestler, and he doesn't care who he wrestles. He wants to wrestle everybody. Nice. And he's a beast. I mean, beast. He's but he sounds like Cookie Monster when he talks. <laughs> yeah. Oh god, that's cute. Yes, but he 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 hates adults, and he loves he thinks the kids. He's like I I hate adults, but kids spend your money, spend their parents' money. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, it's true. Whenever I'm the bad guy, I I find it easy to hate the adults, um, but I I find it so hard to hate on the kids. I have to like kind of channel my inner uh, evil queen, like evil Disney queen. And uh, be like, you know what? As long as you love me, I love you. This, mm-hmm. The moment you boo me, I hate you. And you're dead to me. And I'm going to stick my henchman on you. Um, so that's that's basically how that goes. But, I mean, I don't have to do that that much. I'm very rarely the heel. I'm usually the baby face. Um, so, you know, it you works know, out. You're going to jinx it now. You came on a podcast, and then next week the promoter is going to tell you, you know what? I think you're going to work turn heel now. So. I mean, that did just happen. That did just happen at one of my promotions. I won't say which because it hasn't happened yet. But uh, there's, there's some promotions where that, that is going to happen. But it was funny because I, I literally was going in there being like, I've done everything I possibly can do as a baby face in this company. I'm going to tell him that it's time for me to turn heel. And he comes up to me. He's like, I think we should turn you heel. And I'm like, excellent. Bingo. <laughs> I'm going to tell you the same thing. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's hilarious to think that back in the day, everybody had a heel or face thing. If you're like, oh, I hate him, like Mr. Perfect. Oh, my God, I hated him when I was a kid. I hated him. He was so mean and so messed up to people. But then I guess he turned he he turned face on Bobby the Brain Hearing during uh, the Superstars event when they were talking at the table and he. He's like, what? No. He started yelling at Bobby the Brain Heenan. I was like, you know what? Mr. Perfect's not that bad of a guy. I went to the garden. <laughs> my dad. It was like a month later. They had a house show at the garden. And my uncle's like, Randy, let's go buy something at the stand. So I was like, all right. He's like, you want a, a Hogan bandana, the Macho Man shirt. I should have got the Macho Man shirt or the Hogan Rip shirt. But I got the Mr. Perfect poster in the corner of him like this. Oh, yeah. him. And the other half is the uh, the statue. Yes, fantastic. 
and I still have it. I was I did this to the last guest and I forgot to show them, but it's in my room under my bed in one of those. Do you remember in the nineties when you took all your posters and stuck them in that plastic like thing? It's like a long tube thing that they yep, like. Yep, yep. It's like if I have it's a green one and I stuck all my posters in it and that one's in there. I have to figure out which poster it is, but it's in there. So if it's I find in there. Poster, it's somewhere. Yeah. Can't lose it. Yeah. So our before our met our mods head explode. Do you have any pets? Um yes, I do. Um I do have well, I don't have my roommate has a dog, a uh, a beagle. Um, who is a pain in my ass, <laughs> um, but she's very cute. And then I have, uh, I'll, I'll give you a little tour over here. I don't know if you can see her in there, but my guinea pig is, uh, I think she's hiding right now, actually, but uh, my Delilah. guinea pig's in there. You and Delilah both have guinea pigs. Yes, yes. Um, I've actually had to ask her advice multiple times on guinea pigs. Um, because mine's a little bitch and she likes to bite me. <laughs> I love her desperately and she just likes to bite me and pee on me. So we're we're working on socializing her. Um, I have to handle her more often, but she wasn't very well socialized. She was I was given her um by a friend who just couldn't take care of her. He just didn't have the time. He got a new job. So uh I um I was like, well, I'm not gonna leave an animal in need, so I was like, yeah, I'll take her in. And uh, but he hadn't handled her enough when she was a baby, so she doesn't really like being touched. And I mean, I get that. I don't like being touched much either. So. <laughs> so, would you ever think for the title at chaotic? Um, I mean, I would. I absolutely would. I don't think it's ever going to happen, but I would definitely love I One of my favorite matches I've ever had was at Lucky Pro against Davian. Um, it was such a good match. Uh, it was a face-face match. And it was my first time ever doing that. And uh, it was it was definitely a unique challenge. And it came out really, really well. Uh, unfortunately, there's no footage of it, so I can't point you in the direction of it. Um, you're just going to have to trust my words on it, that it was a good match. Um, but, uh, oh, the guinea pig's name is Clementine, by the way. <laughs> um, so yes, Clementine, but, um, like in triple, yeah. not, not as a triple, what was the name of that show? Was it true blood? Someone's name was Clementine. No, Westworld. Oh, Westworld. I I actually haven't seen that. I don't know where the Clementine came from. She was she was already named when I got her, so maybe Westworld because uh, it's possible. Because there's a girl on the show and her name is Clementine, so I figured ah. Yeah. And then there was also someone named in the Walking Dead games, uh Clementine. That's more likely. That's more yeah. likely because my friend that I got her from is a big gamer, so the Telltale games, I don't know if you remember those games. No, I do not. They're, they're like those it, games were actually fun. They were like the ones where you get to choose your own adventures with The Walking Dead. Oh, that's cool! Like every like like every every time you choose something, you could choose something different. So yeah, it leads to a, so it leads to a different story. So those games that's are always, fun. I used to yeah. love those books when I was a kid. The choose your own adventure books. Those are some of my favorites. Yeah, but it's a game though. I'm saying it's a yeah, game. so it's inter- even more interactive. Yeah, so they have Batman like that also on the PlayStation. Ah, yeah, yeah, they have Batman like that. You could, they have 
the character you're talking to will say a line, and then you have to choose the right, like, what line you thought would be right. And it chooses how the... Because it's a bunch of different Batman games all in one group of games. And if you say a certain line to the person, the next game, that character will come at you saying, I remember you told me this. Ah. Yeah, kind of like the the Walking Dead games. Like, they remember what you told them. Like... Like for example, during the games, and they could turn on you with that one decision you made throughout the game. Because the one game, that game that I'm, t- I'm talking about, um, fans and uh, and everybody on the screen, um, the game builds up to ju- the the way Joker becomes the Joker. When he meets Batman in the game, he's John Doe. I think that's Telltale, dude. I think yeah, it's Telltale. Yeah, I think that's Telltale think that's makes a couple cool. games. They make Walking Dead. They make, uh, I think, uh, uh, I think they made a Back to the Future one. Ooh, yeah. that wow. sounds fun. I love Look Back it up to the Future. PlayStation. Look it up. It's yeah. You buy one and you you buy the whole package and you get all of the games. So you're sitting there playing, you don't realize it, and you're messaging us. Guys, thanks a lot. What you did now, I'm si- it's 5 a.m. No, I can't uh, leave. I'm, I'm playing Telltale games on the computer. You guys now. suck. I love <laughs> you, but you suck. <laughs> Heel turn. <laughs> I, I love I, it. Geek, I I, geek into that, but I'm a Ghostbusters fan, straight up. Yes, right. Oh, yeah. That's my franchise. This is my franchise. I'm real franchisee. I am the founder of Ghostbusters of Pike County, Pennsylvania. Fantastic. I'm the I'm the Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> Here, like the, the new trailer. We're closed. <laughs> <laughs> you, I can't even tell you. I just got chills when I said it. Oh when yeah, that, that phone rang, and and you saw the red handle go up, and you heard him go, "We're closed." closed. Like, yeah, no, that trailer was so good. I can't wait to see that. I cried for 15 minutes when they showed the picture of the of the. I had to pause the trailer and I went, "This is happening! This is really happening!" And then this oh and then you saw Amy Potts. Yeah, uh, I, I do another show with my with the with another Ghostbuster fan on YouTube. If you ever get a chance, it's Ghost Head Talk. You should go check it out. It's it's we break down all the the stuff that's happening with Ghostbusters and stuff like that. Nice. I know. Sorry, we went off wrestling topic. That's that's what we do here on Dudes at Ringside. <laughs> squirrel, squirrel. Everything. Yeah, squirrel. <laughs> squirrel. So have you had, have you ever got a chance to check out any of our other past episodes? Not yet. No, uh, unfortunately. Um, although I probably will do my best to. I. Uh, I'm really bad at podcasting lately. Um, I used to be much better at it. And uh, lately, I just feel like I'm running around like a chicken with my head. I just bought a house. Um, so I, uh, I've i been doing a lot of home repair, <laughs> um, trying to upgrade the house. And, you know, everything's already starting to break on me. So um, that's that has been a massive time suck. So basically, like, I'm either wrestling, working, or fixing my house, <laughs> Um, you would think that maybe I should just listen to podcasts while I'm fixing my house, but there's usually a lot of swearing involved. So, well, we swear too. 
Okay. Well, yes, but I'd swear so much I wouldn't be able to hear the podcast because I'm this oh. motherfucking piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, it's been an adventure. I'll give you that. Yeah. I had. It. I just. I just got a thought. You can say, you know, Joel, you're crazy. Maybe next year we can get 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 her back on. We'll get Delilah on. We'll get Chad on. We'll get a bunch of other deathmatch wrestlers and make an episode all about like hardcore. A week or a week, week of New England. Boom, New England wrestling. Yep, I love it. I love yeah. it because you guys have been the most one of the most supportive people to us in the United States. Yeah, no, New England is New England is something special. Um, there's there's just something so unique about New England wrestling. Um, it's it's a very cutthroat area. I'll admit it. Um, there's a lot of people that don't like me just because of who I am and what I do. Um, but it's it's also a very tight knit community, and we're we just we live and breathe wrestling. Some of the best wrestling in the country comes out of New England. I mean, you've got Beyond, you've got Limitless. You got chaotic, yeah, yeah. and you have you know, Lucky Pro, and you have NCW, and you have NECW, and you have UFO, and um, RWA, which you know RWA literally came started from the ground up and has become some of the best wrestling in the area. Um, and I'm proud to say that I've been a part of that. So with you again about coming on next year about doing yeah booking. definitely we're we're already starting to book for next year and i i started getting going crazy and geeks said, joe stop we're gonna wait because what if these people decided like they forget they book with us and then they go oh crap yeah I told him to slow yeah. it down because it's like you don't know what's going to happen. I stopped anyway. doing that. So I'm like, I'll just stick to this year just in case because I get worried because I tell Geek, these people get in contact with that never did. And I'm like, I have my, my expression this and my mom and dad looked at me like, I was like <laughs> zombies at the window. Zombies mm. at the window. We don't want to lose that zombie's attention because they may see brains at another window. You know they may cancel anyway if they have a show. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, right because the girl that's coming on way. Saturday from um oh yeah here we go there's another promotion we're having on the podcast their owner their promotion is out of Alabama they're called um Liberty Pro okay. When we do the sh- when we do when we get that owner on, do you mind us mentioning your name so they can know about? By you? all means, by all means, mention away. Um, it's a promotion. Ooh, I think I've actually I feel like I've heard of them before. Um, they like a lot of our posts. Anytime we post anything with a woman, boop, you see like the the their logo is like a green, a red and white. It almost looks like almost here we go. It almost looks like a barber pole. Ah, uh, yeah. The red and white stripes. So it looks, it's the red yeah. with the white. So if you see like a red and white stripes in our like panel, it, it's, it's Liberty. That's them. It's Liberty Pro. Because I was like, Liberty Pro? What the heck is this? And then I realized, then I forgot the email and then he became, got our list of guests. And I'm like, wow. Yeah, that's a good reach. You know, you've got Germany, you've got England. 
Alabama, you know, oh, not bad for Long Island and California. Pennsylvania. California, yeah. too. California. California. California, the West Coast, besides you guys, have been the most supportive of us. California. Yeah. California's like, we got um, Santino Brothers. Is that ah. Not Santino Morella, another school. No, no, I know Santino Brothers. Um, one of my friends, uh, Punk Rock Point Dexter, uh, he uh, he wrestles, out, he trains at the Santino Brothers School. Um, I met him through Wrestler's Lab back in 2018, and he's fantastic. If you ever can find him, uh, Darwin Finch is the, the name on uh, Punk Rock Point Dexter. But uh, actually, I think he just had a gimmick change, so now I think he's going by just Finch. At least on Twitter, he's just Finch. Right. So... Uh, yeah, we, we've had a lot of people from that area. We had <clears throat> Marco Mania. You ever hear of him? I haven't heard that one, no. Marco, we had uh, uh, Alia Mia Garcia is another one we had in our podcast. There's a name. Yeah. yeah. She's, She's, she, knows, she knows the candy girl. She, ooh, I like it. Yeah. There's two candy girls. We found out the hard way because <laughs> there's Alia Mia, and then there's another girl with this just called Candy Girl. Ah, and, yeah. There's, there's Hellman Rosecrown, who wrestled out of that school. Nice. Hellman, you would like Hellman Rosecrown. He's very. Yeah. He's, he's he's good with his words on the microphone. He knows he how. This, he could be in this chat right now. We don't even know about it because he doesn't. <laughs> and then he'll make send us like fifty clips from this that episode in 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 the in our private chat on his, I'm like, what? He was watching because we were talking about him. Uh, <laughs> it's like daddy's always watching. He's always watching. He's always watching. The devil's always watching. Like, 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 uh, like the greatest manager. He's always watching. <laughs> it's like baseball bat behind his back. Always watching, guys. <laughs> oh he my god. Not, he might not say nothing, but he's watching. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Big Brother's always watching. Remember, <laughs> remember, geek zombies at the window. Never forget zombies no. at, zombie at the window. It could be a female zombie. It could be a male zombie. You never know. <laughs> never know. Once like, your brains. Well, yeah, as I said, tomorrow we have Ab- uh, Abigail, and she was the zombie at the window. <laughs> no. ah. Yeah, she was, and geeks like, oh god, I have Abigail. And, it's Annabelle. Yeah, Annabelle. Oh god. <laughs> Ah, uh, you have you have the same thing that my mother has. My mother can't say names for shit. She always yeah. botches the names every time. Yeah, I, uh, I'm, always, I'm always the one that's correcting him, and, then people, <laughs> and it makes me look bad to like. No, right? every, every doll in my bedroom's gonna like. I have pops. In, I do collect anything because I have like pops in my room, random ones. They're all gonna. Oh uh, yeah, I uh, I have two pops. I was given two pops for Christmas this year, and they popped my pop cherry. Um, but I, uh, I, I actually, I try to not collect things because I know that once I start collecting them, I'm going to become obsessed and I'm not going to be able to stop. So that's why I never collected pops. Cause it was like, once I start, I'm going to want them all and I'm going to just <laughs> sink my money into it. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, so I try to not collect too, too much stuff. I can't wait. Uh, oh Yeah. Fantastic. I love it. Exactly. The reason why my friend got me this for my birthday is because I met Zach Ryder and, and Kurt Hawkins back in the day at NYWC before they were big. Yeah. And 
they and met him like literally we were like sitting there in a picture and I'm like this with them before week before he they left for WWE and then um I see them on the main roster I'm like oh my god my friend's like what are you going for your birthday and I was like oh I'll take a pop he's like what do you want I'm like I don't know and then I she shows up at my house with a cool luchador mask COVID mask yeah and a Zack Ryder pop nice and I also fantastic have, I also have now I'm gonna have trouble putting this back up here. Watch. Should never open this up, but oh yes, that's a good one. I cried oh. for 15 minutes staring at it on the shelf. Yeah, yeah, I can understand that. Because he died, and we that's he where it still hits home whenever yeah. this movie coming out, and how Ramis is not there to actually. Yeah, to make it whole new movie, you know, <laughs> it's true. It's true. My Ghostbusters side of me cringes every time I think that there was a movie in 2016 and it had nothing to do with the whole Ghostbusters. Yeah, that was so random. Like I, I, we just pretend that doesn't exist. I mean, I liked the premise of it, but the execution was an epic failure. So keeps getting mad. <laughs> This is not your Tuesday show. Come on, Joe. <laughs> he gets like that. He'll he'll private message me in the chat. Joe, this is not Ghost Head Talk podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm airing my grievances when I'm not with Laura. Okay, that's my co-host, Laura. Ah, uh... <laughs> cool. She's a she's a good chick. Uh, she's my friend. <laughs> she's a friend. Um, do you, do you have any stories from the room? Stories. Um. So I will tell this, the Blinker story is one of my favorite road stories. I was uh, doing a show up in Maine, um, which is a five hour drive from where I live. And uh, so we met up with, uh, it was me and Nicole Matala, you may or may not have heard of. She's another local wrestler. Um, And we're driving up, we drive up to Lynn, Massachusetts to meet up with Brandino Davis, who was going to drive with us the rest of the way. Um, and Brandino, uh, in case you don't know, likes to, uh, to smoke the weed, uh, quite a bit. So he's, he's driving and he's smoking and he's driving. And every time he changes his lanes, he forgets to turn off his blinker. And this is my biggest pet peeve. Like people that forget to turn off their blinker drive me insane. So every, like every 15 minutes or so, I'm like, blinker. Blinker! Blinker! <laughs> so for this entire five, well, at that point, four-hour drive up to the middle of Maine, I'm just shouting, Blinker! Blinker! And to the point now where every time he comments on anything on Facebook or Instagram or anything, he just goes, Blinker! <laughs> um, Honestly, that's probably one of the better road stories that I have. Most of my road trips have been pretty uneventful. Um, I did actually have another answer to your question about who I want to wrestle, uh, guys I want to wrestle, Logan Black. Um, Logan Black, I want to wrestle him really badly. Uh, I think we would, we would make magic happen. Um, it would be very, very fun. Uh, also Everett Cross, who I technically have wrestled once before, um, but he's fantastic. Uh, the God of Drivers, Everett Cross, um, he wrestles mostly out of pro wrestling magic out in Jersey. Um, but he's really, really good. So hopefully that will happen sooner than later. 
but um but yeah i mean stories from the ring there was a time i suplexed a guy on a bag of rubber dicks (laughs) while he was wearing a dress um that was that was a thing that happened uh probably one of the weirder things that's ever happened um that's all that's really jumping out at me right now i ended up finishing that match by suplexing him through a miniature ironing board yeah, you guys have this. You guys have your weird matches. Oh, I've had some really weird ones. Yeah, yeah, like, absolutely. Delilah oh. had that wooden box match that she was telling yeah. us about. So I was like, "What the heck, man? You guys, you know?" Oh, we have some weird stuff out in New England, man. Like we're we're just reinventing the wheel, and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, and sometimes you're like, "God damn, that was awesome." And sometimes you're like, oh, God, that was terrible. So, Yeah, when me and Joe go on the road for the podcast, I think New England's one – yeah, one day. (laughs) New England is one place we're definitely hitting up because you guys seem to have the best matches planned. When we come, we will be – we'll definitely be in the house and we will tell – I'm a, I'm the, I'm the, I'm the, as you know, I'm the Bobby the Brain Heenan of the podcast. I'm the, I'm the, I like to say I'm the Howard Finkel because I like to do the announcement. (laughs) When you listen to past episodes, I do my, my Howard Finkel impression. Sometimes you don't do it. Oh, sometimes I, my, I, I got to rest the pipes, baby. (laughs) The, The Fink doesn't always come out, but when he does, magic happens. (laughs) <laughs> fantastic yes and i and i know you're in new england but i grew up in new york and my place my place of arena that i grew up going to i would always hear these sweet words ladies and gentlemen welcome to madison square garden and here we go yes and oh, that's gonna be surreal. If you're if you're a child of the '90s, the announcement, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to WrestleMania. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, that's gonna be such a surreal feeling. I and I, it's hard to say this because Fink was my favorite ring announcer. I also like Mary M- Michael Gary Capetta from WCW. From Venice Beach, California, weighs weighing two hundred seventy-five pounds. This is Sting. Oh my God! Yes, that's a good one. Yes, I, I like doing the thing better. The thing what about Tony Schiavone? What? Tony Schiavone doing Sting? Tony Schiavone? Mm, yeah, I don't know. I know the Fink. I, the Fink. WCW Joe Tony Schiavone. Yeah, we gotta work on that one for your next show. Yeah. Well, like the, I don't know. I just I, the day the Fink died, Geek was like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry, Joe." I'm so yeah. Sorry. He kept saying because he knew how much the Fink meant to me because like I was telling Geek that is my dream interview, and that was my the I, my dream is to walk would to walk up to him and be like to my friend Justin. He we so we go to the 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 cons and Fink was at one of them and he's like Joe man. If, if I could have got you to go, I know you would have went up to him and talked to him and told him, think, what do you like? How do you do it? How do you do the voice things? Like, what do you do? drink so you don't lose your voice? 
I had my friend get, he didn't know I did that, the faint voice. Yeah. And I was walking behind him. We were walking, we were talking about wrestling and he was walking in front of me and I just belted out Howard Fingal. I was like, walking down the walking down the aisle in Walmart, weighing 115 pounds, soaking wet. From <laughs> Jervis, New York, Jay Beans on the scene. And he was like, uh, that you, man? I, that was you? And I was like, yeah. He's like, man, you, you gave me chills, man. That was good. Did I, record, did I record that from my show? I was like, no, 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 no. That's, yeah. that's got to pay me for that one. <laughs> I'm, I love, do, for every wrestler we've ever had on the podcast, I always do that. So uh, it's what's Oksana. Isana. 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 Coming down the aisle from New England. Isana, the suplex sweetheart. (laughs) Yes. I love it. You've been finked. I've been finked. You're on the wall of fink. You're on the wall of fink. I love it. I've had I've had wrestlers like Tamaku, big tough scary juggernauts get stop at their steps and go. Oh my god. He went out of the voice. He out of the uh, he was like Wow. I'm gonna go in my real voice. Joe, I just got chills. Nah. And I'm like that's what I do. <laughs> but it's what I do. I bring chills. Absolutely. This panther brings chills and makes people happy. <laughs> we can. I love. I, that's what I love about this. I tell geek about this every time. I love connecting the wrestlers and the fans from all over the world. Right, geek. Mm-hmm. We we want to connect this wrestling community, not just East Coast West Coast. I want to connect it to the world. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you don't know. You could be seeing being a you could be be seeing by a promotion in, in London, England, and they're like, I'd "Be definitely, she can get in get in contact with her." You know what I mean? Like, you could be getting a message on in your DMs from tomorrow, from CBS. Hey, how much? How how can we get you here from Germany? You know what I mean? Like, you never know. Exactly. Yeah. Liberty. Liberty Pro, yeah. like hmm. it's possible. It's possible. If you have to go, we we understand, you know. Hmm. If you have to go, oh, I do have to go in a little bit. I got about six minutes left, and then I have to head out. But all right. So hit me with some rapid fire questions if you got any. If anyone in the chat has rapid fire questions too, that's hit great. me with some rapid fire. Let's go. Let's go. We got something. All right. Um. So what would be like a match that you'd be like if a promoter came up to you and said, we want you to face, um, what's his name, that face Jericho in that really death, that hardcore core match? Uh, uh, what's his face? Oh, um, Nick Gage. Yeah, if, if they came up to if you went to, a, you were doing a show and they didn't tell you to, you got to the door, like in the back and you came out and the promoter's like, okay, they want we want you to fight uh, Nick Gage tonight in a in a, a big hard death match. Would you do it? I mean, 
I suppose it depends on my mood. Um, if I'm feeling like, like going for broke, I probably would do it. Um, I don't hate hardcore. It's not real. like light tubes are straight out for me. I will not do light tubes, but I'm not afraid to bleed for, for, uh, a, a match. Um, I've had some hardcore matches, um, mostly household hardcore matches. Uh, so it was mostly like getting chased around with brooms and getting cheese grated, um, which did leave scabs. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I might, you know, I would probably be like, yo, what the hell? Um, but, you know, especially that I wasn't able to plan for it um, and I would have to find some gear that I could bleed in. But uh, I don't think I would. I think I would say yes to that. Probably. Um, there's there's not a lot that I'm truly terrified of. Favorite, favorite television show. Favorite television show. Um, oh god, that's tough because I don't really watch a lot of television anymore. Um, I watch mostly like YouTube. I watch SciShow on YouTube all the time. Um, I watch a lot of like science stuff. Uh, I guess you would say PBS Nova. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm a nerd. <laughs> do, you, do you have anything you want to promote? Um, I mean, definitely. We I should probably throw in my socials. Um, you know, at I saw a baby on Twitter. Uh, though I've been awful at tweeting lately. Um, and then at underscore uh, or I saw an underscore baby on Instagram. Um, and then uh, on on uh, Facebook, it's you can just search for Isana. Um, but it's Isana slash Isana Alron, which I can't spell without looking at it or typing it out. Um, so let me open a tab real quick, and I'm just going to type it out real quick. Uh, come on, open. A-L-R-A-U-N, Alron, um, which was a proposed last name that I was going to use, and then I never ended up using it, and I've just been Isana ever since. So. Hey, upcoming. Yeah. Uh, I do have several upcoming matches in September. Um, I have this this weekend. I have blessedly off um, to let my body recover. But uh, next weekend, uh, I have NCW in Dedham, Mass. On September seventeenth, I'm facing Jesse Nolan from Limitless. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I have a uh, a match coming up on the September eighteenth that is uh, still to be announced. Um, but the, that's coming up, that's RWA and that's going to be in Riverside, AKA East Providence, Rhode Island. Um, and the week after that, I'm going to be in Hudson, Massachusetts for lucky pro wrestling on Friday, the 24th. And then I'm going to be in Bristol, Rhode Island for NCW again on the 25th. So I got, uh, I got a lot of things cooking for September. October is still pretty open. So if anyone's looking for someone to get suplexed, um, I am accepting bookings for October. So, what? Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast, by the way. Oh, you're very welcome. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. We had fun. Tell, so. uh, tell Jesse we say hi because she's been on our podcast. I will. I absolutely will. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're very, very welcome. All right. Uh, later. All right. Take care, guys. You take care. Bye. Peace out. That was a fun. That was fun. Yeah. We talked about everything there. Nerd yeah, stuff. Everything, Joe. We we don't hold back on Dudes at Ringside podcast, right? Our buddy Tomaku would say everything. <laughs> <laughs> but um anyway, 
like I said uh, earlier today, it's like Louisiana is the, the struggling over there. Please donate whatever you can. Candles, water, food, lights, batteries, whatever you can. Please donate to the Red Cross. They need really need your help. They're no running water or power over there. So please help us out. Please help them out. Be greatly appreciated. Joe. Gotta do what you gotta do, man. Um, we're coming up on a fun week for dudes at ringside fans. We are coming up to British Wrestler Week starting tomorrow at 2:30 America time, East Coast time, England, British time. 7.30, we'll hanging out with the one, the only, the scary, but seems very sweet and trusting, Annabelle. Come in and hang out with us this week. We have some fun wrestling, and we will see you tomorrow at 2.30. Peace out, everybody. See you, see, see you soon, Alfie. <laughs>